noon straight up. NBA season starts tonight over at the Garden. I know we're going to talk football with Tommy Curran, but I bet you we can get a Celtics take out of him as well. Tommy is brought to us by Dr. Matthew Lapresti and Leonard Hair Transplant Associates, the hair doctor of Tommy Curran at 1-800-GET-HAIR. Buy Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Become your own success story by dropping the weight holding you back. It starts with just one call to Awaken 180 Weight Loss. And Unified Office, where they help businesses maximize every incoming call at unifiedoffice.com. To the Harbor One Hotline, Tommy Curran. Tommy, good afternoon. What's up, you kids? Hello. Uh, Hello. Quickly, Celtics prediction from Tom Hmm. Curran. I know you like your hoops. I do. I love my hoops. Look, it's to me, it'll be fascinating because there is no shortage of confidence on this team. And when you look at how the 2021-22 season ended, in my estimation, they were ushered from the finals because they could not execute in the half court. Malcolm Brogdon addresses that. So you've brought in a player who can help that way. Obviously, who takes the leadership reins on the team that Ime Odoka had his hand so strongly on will be fascinating to watch. Is there a void there because you're going to a young rookie coach in Missoula and all of a sudden you have a whole bunch of chiefs? I hope not. I hope that they can defer and do what's best and a bunch of guys don't say, my turn, it's my turn now. So if they can avoid that. I Excellent love it. Season. I, I like know. it. I'm excited. There Can't we go. Wait. As for uh, the New England Patriots, Tom, should Bailey Zappi start on Monday night? No. Presuming Mac Jones is ready to go, absolutely not. And I'm not saying that Mac Jones deserves any kind of a an appointment to be the quarterback unquestioned of the New England Patriots. He's 11 and 10 in 21 games as an NFL player. He's the 15th overall pick, not the first. So, and he's two and six in his last eight starts. But I think people are tending to forget just how good, despite the picks, Matt Jones was against Baltimore. Let me give you some numbers, just for the hell of it. Mm-hmm. 40, 36, 31, 26, 25, 24, 22. I'll throw you one more, 41. Those are downfield throws completed by Matt Jones this year. The first ones I mentioned we're all against the Ravens, the Devontae Parker and Kendrick Bourne. The last one was the 41-yard Eli Manning to Mario Manningham throw that he completed to Kendrick Bourne in the opener. He is a better thrower of the football than Bailey Zappi. And the notion that because he's got five picks, he suddenly is this addled, poise-free, jumpy, squirrely quarterback is, is insane. Tom, in a weird way... Might we look back at Bailey Zappi playing these couple of games as a real point where Matt Patricia maybe sort of honed his skills of calling offensive plays, if you know what I mean? I think he was already sharpening his skills in week two, honestly, Gresh. I mean, you know, we this ongoing book that every year is, I think in that chapter against Pittsburgh, we probably were on here on that Tuesday talking about that closeout stretch for the final 636 where they ended the game with the ball in their hands because they figured out how to mesh that wide zone and the inside gap runs. And Patricia was part of that. And Patricia was part of, you know, the loss with the Ravens where they got it down the field and they managed it. And he was obviously, obviously part of what they did in green Bay. So, you know, I asked him if he was vindicated and I got 
punctured pretty good on the other radio station in town. And I, I defy those people who did that to revisit what they forecasted Matt Patricia to look like and see what the offense looks like now and say that, yeah, he hasn't been better than he expected. So Patricia, much better than expected. And it has been a, a, a much better performance. Even Zappy aside, Andy. Mm-hmm. Zappy aside, I think he's been good. Yeah, and maybe this is also Patricia-related, but uh, why do you think the tight ends have been so much more effective in the two games with Zappy than they were the four games with Mac or even the, the brief time with Hoyer? I wonder if it's protection. I wonder if it's they're allowed to get out into the routes more and spend more time because more time is being afforded to the quarterback because the offensive line is not having brain fart after brain fart. Um, How about bad defenses? Like the past two weeks, these have not been great defenses. Yeah, and that's the weird thing is the qualifiers that we're going to attach to these wins, I think we're a little bit gun-shy because of 2019 and 2021 where you look at a win and then afterwards, and we've always been that way around here though, but look at a win, you're like, well, that team sucked, <laughs> regardless of how good it looked in the week prior. And I'm not saying Cleveland looked great, but we do tend to do that. And I wonder how much do the Patriots have to do with making those teams look crappy sometimes. Do you think that the Patriots will wait until Mac is almost 100% healthy or if he can practice this week and it's the, hey, coach, I'm not injured anymore, I'm just hurt, but I'm ready to go. Does that factor in at all as to who they might play against Chicago? I think what Mac said on your station um, yesterday was, excuse me, what Bailey Zappi said on your mm-hmm. station yesterday was probably the best indication of how soon Mac Jones will be back. If Mac Jones limping around all week wasn't ruled out until Saturday night and made the trip to Cleveland, the Patriots are waiting on him to put him in, regardless of what Bill Belichick hasn't said at the podium about Mac Jones being a starter when healthy. The fact that they dragged it out until Saturday night, even if Mac limped through whatever practice activity he was able to do last week and the Patriots were still contemplating until Saturday night, I think absolutely. Mac Jones um, will be the guy who's out there. But also, is it hasn't a lot happened since then. So on Saturday night, you're hoping for Mac Jones because you haven't seen the Bailey Zappi performance against Cleveland yet, which was right. much better than Detroit. Right. So part of me thinks that... That's what Phil yeah. said. That's okay. what old Phil Perry said when I mentioned it on the podcast. All right. Good yeah, call well, by Phil. For 309 yards. Yeah. Well, that's my only thought, too, is because... They wanted him out there. And then another thing I know that Phil did say, uh, might have been on your guys' pregame, was that just from the eye test, Mac Jones looked like he might have been hobbling around worse on Sunday pregame on the field than he was even Thursday, Friday at practice back in New England. So if this guy isn't getting a whole lot better, even if in in everybody's perfect world he's the uh, the starter, if he's not 100%, Bailey Zappi's got another opportunity to go up against a not-very-good team and maybe get a third straight win. Right. And I don't. I think in the overall, we're spending our time doing this because that's it's fun. It's it's enjoyable. It's sure. interesting. It's we're we're making proclamations based on what we see and measuring all of our football intelligence against one another and arguing about it. Great, but in the end, this is a dream come flipping true for the Patriots. Not only did they get a 15th overall pick, who's at the very least competent, possibly really good, but they found a fourth round pick who's absolutely going to be able to show up in the spring next year and press him. 
So when you talk about, I mean, I don't see Bailey Zappi going out against the Chicago Bears and, you know, throwing up all over his, his cleats. Good. I mean, I just don't see it. It just doesn't seem in the realm. And, I'm, you know, Brady didn't, did things that didn't seem in the realm some weeks too, and so did Mac Jones in some weeks. But I just, if you have to use them, big flip and deal. The Patriots should still be favored. Now, have you heard anything yet about how players in the locker room feel? You know, we had Hunter Henry on yesterday. He gave it a complete non-answer about any kind of quarterback controversy. He wouldn't say one way or the other who the starter was, whatever. But because the offense didn't look as good the first couple of weeks, is there any bit of the, well, why not this kid? Or is it such a small sample really on both sides that nobody's really even talking about that yet? I... The intimations I've heard and the conversations that I heard prior to Mac Jones even, you know, well, actually in the week that he was hurt, he just got served such a poop sandwich with no bread yeah. throughout the entire offseason in the first three games because of all the drastic changes. Now, maybe Mac didn't embrace him and made life a little harder on himself with the questioning of what the uh, the aim was. But I think the reality of it is Mac Jones – had to deal with the crappy stuff Mm -hmm. of the transition and the language change and the learning curve for Patricia and judge. He had to deal with all that against some difficult teams and in difficult situations when Trent Brown and Isaiah Wynn were missing blocks. And now Bailey Zappi is enjoying this. The players that I talked to in that locker room were extremely sympathetic to Mac Jones plight early in the season. Mm. So as a result, I can't imagine that they're saying, well, Bailey's playing good against these last two teams. I guess Matt can sit. I would imagine just in our general experiences, they're like, yeah, well, of course he is. Matt should get his job back. Tommy Kern of NBC Sports Boston here with Gresh and Keefe. He's with us each and every Tuesday here on WEEI. Uh, I know the trade deadline is right around the corner and there's more rumblings about the Patriots wide receiving core uh, is this all fluff, Tommy? Like, the Patriots might get some calls, but do they want to really move anybody out of this wide receiving group? Being that, that, like, Jacoby Myers has come back as a part of Mac being gone as well, and he looks like a pretty important piece to this offense. He's in the final year of his deal as well. What is your read on the wide receiver room as we get closer to the deadline? If anyone would take Nelson Aguilar at his salary, I'm sure the Patriots would be delighted to say goodbye, not because they don't like the guy or think he has no value, but he's when they signed him to the contract they did two years and oh, I think it was $22 million, $11 million a year. He's got like a $15 million cap hit, which has already been winnowed down, obviously. But he's a high, I think it's a $9 million salary. So whatever that is over 17 games, prorated, they'd love to be out from under that. Um but they, if they're not, there's still upside to it. So what could they get in return? It's funny. <laughs> this is veering back into it. Someone says, I think it was like NFL philosophy or something on Twitter. A guy I follow is pretty entertaining. And he said, Mac Jones to Carolina for a first and a third. Who says no? Uh, Do we you? I bet both. I bet both teams say no. Yeah, I would say both teams would yeah. say no because then you're uh, you're once again, hey coach, we're going to hire you, but by the way, Max, your guy, you have no say in that. Good luck. Here's seventy million. God bless you. Yeah, like that'd be a rough. And listen, I like Bailey Zappi, but we've also seen him for two games, so I'm not trading the quarterback yeah. right now. They're both no. cheap guys. I'm probably keeping them both. But you're right. It's entertaining. Kind of you know keeps it, the conversation it rolling. 
I like that. So that could be some trade deadline talk. That I mean, you want to be... you want to flip Bailey Zappi for Cooper Rush? Get Cooper Rush in here. <laughs> I mean, there's all kinds of things you can do now. With, look, with a capable backup quarterback, we saw it with Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't know if Bailey Zappi is going to turn into a player that Adam Schefter is saying he wouldn't be given up for four first round right. draft picks. Right. <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo was, but. Yeah. Um, it'll be fascinating to see. The Patriots are in an awesome position. God bless them for all the times we criticize their draft misses, the Cyrus Joneses and the Duke Dawsons and the Joe Juan Williamses. To get Stevenson, Barmore, Jones, Zappi, Thornton, Strange, Duggar. Jones, Jack Jones. Jones, Jones. Joe Jones, all the Joneses. Well, yeah, no, they well not to, to build a team, not to spin it negative on there, but uh, Isaiah Wynn was also a first round pick by the New England Patriots, and if everybody's healthy, what's the role for him on Monday night? Wow, I mean, it's just I can't fathom how you can decline so precipitously from being a capable player mm. um, at times. Just it feels like when you have that many mental errors, as if there's some kind of a mental block existing mm-hmm. yeah so can you trust him physically yes can you trust him mentally i don't know and marcus cannon again shrewd move making sure that you can get that guy back who i thought you know was actually kind of happy to go when he wanted to go to houston so shrewd move getting him back Tom Kern, what do you make of the kerfuffle around Tom Brady, especially since his team went in and lost at Pittsburgh? They have not looked good on offense. He's yelling at offensive linemen, and Friday night he was uh, dancing the night away at a surprise (laughs) wedding. I don't have any issue at all with going to the wedding on Friday night and being there on Saturday for your meetings and everything else. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't know really what he missed with his team. As for reaming them out, what it takes and people say well he wasn't there on friday night or he took two weeks off or what okay were you doing what you were supposed to do or were you not that we had this conversation last night and i didn't wasn't able to answer this you know attorney uh, made the point of you know you can't yell at somebody if you're not there and i i, I get that people will have that emotion well what about you well what about him <laughs> were you doing what you were supposed to do or were you not i'm guessing not Interesting. Tommy Kern of NBC Sports Boston. He will be with Merloni Fourier and Mego Thursday at 430. And, of course, joining us on WEEI Football Sunday, getting ready for a Patriots game that will be played the next day. Tommy, thank you, man. We appreciate it. (laughs) Thank you, guys. See ya.